L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Everyone in our country has a voice. It's something that says not just where you come from, but who you are. Welcome to NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of podcasts and a celebration of the hosts in journalism who've always spoken truth to power. Our voices are as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as the Black experience, and stories should never be about us without us. Find NPR Black Stories, Black Truths on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome back from space, outer space. From space. No, Cody. Welcome back from jam. Which one? One or two? Second Uh, jam. The second jam. Yeah, the second jam. So much space news this week. A lot of space slam. And welcome, welcome to the jam. Bugs Bunny died. Jeff Bezos. Bugs Bunny did die. Bugs Bunny did die. Actually. Yeah, Sorry, spoilers for Space Jam 2. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh, God. Wow. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were... You guys are so much hate. I think... You were giving spoilers for what happened in my garage last night, but Ayo. I guess I haven't Bugs Bunny did verified his thumbprints Robert, yet. you do have, um, you do have a bunny in your freezer, don't you? Oh, no, I ate it last night. Oh, there we go. Sorry. Nice. Sorry. This, Sorry, This is Bugs. a very chaotic uh, intro. Perhaps... We should start. Is this a sh- wait? Is I this thought, a show? I thought we had started. Come on, well, and slam. Welcome shit. to worst year ever. Garrison's here today with us. Yay, Garrison! Hello, hi, hi, Garrison. Garrison, what are the youths? What are the youths on about today? Um, are they still into the dubstep? Actually, I am planning. <laughs> I, I'm planning on going to a dubstep tonight. What? See, so there you go. I, what? what? I am I am plugged into the youth. Good lord, God, man, you really so... just pulled that out of the ethers, didn't Thank you, you, Robert? Uh-huh. Thank you. I and know I'm, what the kids want. I'm bringing approximately four lightsabers. It's going to be a blast. Yep, that sounds wow. right for the youths. Yep. I'm so excited that you're going to lightsaber be up is the a jam. synonym for ecstasy, right, Garrison? <laughs> no, Garrison. I'm I'm just bringing four laser swords. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, is... then then things have changed since my day. <laughs> Something that other youths do a lot of dubstep parties a, with lightsabers. That's a good question, Katie. Um, I have no and idea. You're like, and I'm not <laughs> going to answer it. I have no idea. I don't know. There was last time I went was last week, 
and there was a decent mix of 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 youths and old people like Gen X. Um, I'll tell you what, it sounds like the kind of youths I would have liked to have been around. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it it's a blast. I get to hit people with my expensive uh, glow sticks. I'm sure they love that. Listen to music. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's great. Harrison does have very expensive lightsabers. Um, you know what else is expensive? Going to space. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but not Tickets as expensive as it should going be. Going to I the guess. edge of space. Yeah, yeah not really going space. to space unless you're like pissing into a diaper. Uh, yeah, and, going to and upper air, staring at a pale blue dot that contains all of human history. You're not really in space, is my argument. Is that why uh, when J- Bezos came back, he didn't quite like get it? He didn't. Ha- he like got halfway no. I think to, he got halfway to like a realization soulless. about what we need to do. <laughs> I, so, I don't think yeah, anything th- would give him a real realization because I think uh, he's already accepted that everything valuable in human history is contained within his little head. Can I um, ask a timing question? Yes. Um, I know that he went to the edge of space, mm-hmm. and I know that um, he he talked about how now he thinks we should shoot things into space, all of our industry we need to and move the, all the industry pollution. And pollution yeah. Put it in the space. And, and so you're talking about the this is the epiphany he had whilst in space is let's destroy space. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, let's pollute space. space. <laughs> I mean, I've had that epiphany from the ground a number of times, which is why we well, should we declare war on have the to, moon. We have to blow up the moon. But we like, have to blow up the moon. Sure. Everyone can agree with that. Um, so there's this thing called the overview effect. I don't know if we've talked about it on this show. You have. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. On this show? Okay, yeah. So, I can like, never stop talking about it. Exactly. It's an amazing thing that I I wish uh, people could experience. Yeah. Um, and uh, Bezos like got like halfway there he's, yeah. like, <laughs> he's like oh you know there's this beautiful gem of we need to we need to preserve it by polluting space like yeah. no like we're not going to slow down we're not going to like re like reallocate our resources we're not going to change anything about how we operate except for in space now it's um so disappointing it's, it's beautiful and funny and awful. It's, it's fucking it's, hilarious. It's the it's best pretty, fucking thing he could have said. Like it's it's pretty expected. I actually I, I read a book on this very topic a few months ago in preparation. Jeff Bezos for going a new podcast. To space? <laughs> no, like um the whole how we're going to use the space how tech capitalists are going to use space exploration as a way to falsely fix climate change. Yeah. Um, and it's going to make stuff a, a whole lot worse. Um, yeah, it is. yeah, in preparation for a, a new project, I, I read a whole book on this. And it's not fun, especially when they start working together with the military to put more shit in space. That's right. um, mm-hmm. not, it's not going to be a Did good time. Say horse shit in space? Just to, to put more, 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 more shit, shit. More yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, all of that. Because that, I, I just thought, like... <laughs> Matter. <laughs> don't go down that um yeah heck yeah guys good I for agree. jeff good for jeff and his realization that we need to pollute space he did it good for him we did not we did not need the amount of like news alerts and and amount of like space this took up <sighs> on our social media feeds to tell us that he went to space for 10 minutes like who i don't fucking care there was no, also almost that space. almost okay. space in solidarity almost with my youth uh, in, in solidarity with with my youth comrades, there was a there was an eighteen year old who's now the youngest person in space. Mm-hmm. True, um, mm-hmm. an eighteen year old who got to go because some fucking rich person had a scheduling <laughs> conflict. And which is he had a most... scheduling conflict and enough money that twenty eight million dollars over a scheduling conflict thing was I've fine. ever seen I, in my life. I think that is so funny. I he didn't have a. Do you think he got cold feet? C. 
scheduling. Oh. How do you what co- what kind of conflict comes up with the one time you get to go to the edge of space? Ah, uh, but it's not for him. I bet he's got another couple right. of twenty eight well, millions is lying yeah. around to go again. Not and that I, not is, that this, you wish like was, illness on I mean, the person, but like, do you have like a surgery? That's like, is there like a medical no, thing? No, I'll, and you I'll don't tell you. He got COVID. It. I'll tell you what it is. He, he had a business meeting that was worth more than twenty eight million dollars. Yep. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Like the thing that he was doing instead of going to space is going to make him more than he blew on space because he's someone for whom twenty eight dollars is like us spending $40, where it's like, yeah. yeah, it's not nothing, but like, you know, if I got to cancel on a night, you know, sometimes shit right, comes up. I'm, yeah, yeah. going to make $100 today and, and yeah. instead of spend the Robert, 40 okay, well. Yeah. that is chilling. <laughs> yeah, that's also, how like, they are. That's, and, and, the, that's the situation. <laughs> like, like, I can't even, like, wh- how much money did Bezos make while he was floating in almost space? More than $20 million. million dollars. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the scheduling conflict more th- announcement more- was the most out-of-touch thing I've heard until Jeff Bezos thanked his Amazon employees for f- uh-huh. and customers for funding yeah, his they vanity pay- they paid trip. For it. They paid for it. You fucking asshole. Di- direct quote. Um, also, not to, not to uh, you know, stoke some intergenerational fervor. Uh, Cody. Uh, we finally <laughs> going after Gen uh, Z. No, no, no. Cody? Uh, the oldest person uh, ever to fly in space was also on that flight. Yeah, they they Wally, got both. Wally Funk. They got the Poetic. oldest. They got oldest, youngest, richest. Dumbest. Those are the three categories. And the cool thing about the youngest is that like they didn't like pick some like random kid who was good at science or anything. Like the guy's dad is like the chief executive of a private invest uh, of of a private equity investment firm. Yeah, like it it's just some rich kid whose oh, dad like knows Bezos mm-hmm. or something. That's right. the cool thing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's not like even a kid who like likes space or science. It's like, oh Man, yeah, here's Harrison. like yeah, a right, it wasn't like person. a like a space camp lottery. Like, no, like, you get like, really bummed me out because some I teenage yeah. Not the only way oh man, I really nope. hoped it it was someone deserving of it. No, it's so much worse. I will guarantee you there's some fucking 18 or 19 year old out there who like is part of a, a school project designed a new kind of foam that has implications for space travel. And instead of picking him, they went with a rich kid yeah, like yeah, 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 or her. Sure. Like there's some teenager who's actually invented something for space. It happens. Who would have gained uh, like so much from this experience? Yeah, who this would have uh, this like, would have made their young life and would have set them off, inspired even them for further. decades more yeah, yeah. In, the, in the field. <laughs> would have uh, would have reaped huge dip, but instead this kid's just gonna get fucked because he went to space. Right, <laughs> like, right, it's, it's, right, exactly. And he got to be there when Jeff Bezos realized the way to save the world is to just move all of our revolution to space. <laughs> yeah, I, I th- yeah, I, I, it's like Jeff Bezos the night before was reading a book about. Uh, how Stalin had all of the fucking Russian arms factories moved uh, to the Caucasus <laughs> Mountains during Operation Barbarossa and was like, what if we did that for climate change? We just right, shoot like, all of our like, shit into space because we've got a problem. It's such, and it's I such a clear, like, he knew what he wa- wanted to do and was going to say and knew about, like, the over... Like, he, he was asked beforehand by many people, like, what do you think it's going to change about you? Do you think it's going to, like, alter your, your perspective? And so he knew that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, "Well, okay, I'll, well, I'll, I'll, I got, I got some, I got something I can say, and it's this." Um, I bet he read that book Garrison was talking about before he was like, he was "Oh, like, nice, that's a good, a good idea. idea." Yeah. He's like, "I'm gonna get <laughs> oh, ahead of this." Oh, brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's yep. a shame because, I mean, he's incapable, I think, of experiencing the overview effect because one of the things yeah. that bonded all of the original astronauts together 
is that none of them were psychopaths. They were which is billionaires. Like, which is like why you saw, despite as much ugliness as was going on in the Cold War, whenever like cosmonauts and astronauts were like together in space, they're just like, well, all we actually care about is space stuff, like the politics, like right, who gives right. a shit? Yeah, um, all the lines disappear. When yeah, all the lines disappear because you realize that everything that has ever existed for human beings, uh, you can cover with your thumb, and that's profoundly changing to people with a soul. Um, right, right. I don't think... Any of the billionaires and to doing whom, these, yeah, profit yeah. isn't a primary driver. Well, and to whom, like I think all of those people as well, um, were were ready to die to, for <laughs> right. just yeah, for the yeah, chance yeah. to that travel kid? into space, and a lot of them did die oh, trying right. to get into space, and there was never any chance of anything really going wrong with this. Well, flight. right, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a real like si- like significant like it's a passion for space and science yeah. and exploration, not like, and a passion. I always, not, I always wanted to go to space, so yeah. I decided right, like, to sell books online, and now I fucking yeah. can. The risk was worth a lifelong passion. Like, the original right. astronauts were like setting up uh, fucking like weird kind of quasi poly arrangements so that when a bunch of them died, their wives wouldn't be alone because they like were going into space knowing like I might abandon my family forever. Cause a lot of us are going to die right. in, in the pursuit of this incredible endeavor. Uh, and I did Jeff not know Bezos, that, but that makes sense. Yeah. For Jeff Bezos, it was like an afternoon. Um, yeah. yeah, like it, it's, there's all of the, for all, there's obviously things, plenty of things to criticize. There's that great poem, Whitey on the moon about, you know, blowing all these resources during the civil rights movement on a fucking getting a white guy on the moon. But in spite of all that, there's still this incredible story of like human beings being willing to die for exploration and exploration. Finally, that wasn't based on exploitation purely. Mm -hmm. That was based on just the desire to do something incredible and difficult. And there's, there's a lot of moving history there, which is completely absent. Before oh, now, yeah. we are ex- moved on to the exploiting phase. That was right. that was yeah. I mean, there were that was a part of it. Like the conflict was a part of it, but it was also like it, it, it was a lot deeper than that. And the way it inspired people was deeper than that. No yes. one's going to be inspired, but you're not going to get Gene Roddenberry writing a fucking Star Trek type thing out of this. No, you're not going to get anybody reimagining what human futures can be in an I optimistic. Mean, uh, you might get those. a Black Mirror out of it or something. Yeah, well, probably. I mean, but they don't make Black Mirror anymore because the world's too dark. Yeah. Um, I don't. Know. Um, the uh, I'm inspired by the space race uh, for although, all its flaws, and this is just gross to me. To be fair, uh, you it. say no one's going to be inspired, but did you hear what? Uh, the former head of NASA under Trump. Oh God! It. No, yes. I did. I did oh. not. Oh, speaking uh, about Whitey on the moon, my God! <laughs> well, share, share. He said that Jeff Bezos going to space, any like, it's one less black kid uh, turning to like gun violence. Yeah, with a gun Get in out. his hand. Because that kid's only option was to be shooting someone in Compton or <gasps> fucking in Get space. out of here! Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now they won't turn to guns. Cool and good. Yeah, it's it's the really? best. Wow, that um, is... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it's, it's like this thing on... <sighs> I don't know. I, I We should not... I know, it's weird looking at all these people saying these bad things. Like, oh yeah, the fascist people said the fascist thing. That's so absurd. Um, but I mean, I, yeah. The oh yeah, no, like saying it like... out. Yeah, saying it out loud. And yeah, it's uh, <laughs> they do. They love. They love occasionally saying everything out out in the yeah, open. Yeah, the quiet part loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm continually disappointed by 
the lack of anyone to imagine uh, a positive future. I know I, I harp on this a lot, hmm. but it's like this this Bezos shit is like a perfect exemplar of that because this guy with all the resources in the world looks out in at infinity and the only thing he can imagine is factories but on the moon like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no. that's so bleak that's yeah. uh, like heartbreaking and um just the fact that i mean the thing that's been beaten to death that we've all talked about but yeah how much money went into that when things are so bad here and you come back with your answer to shoot it all out into space? Come yeah, on, man. Like, like si- what a waste. And every, I've said this before and I'll keep saying it, is that every day my climate, <laughs> my anxiety about what's happening and what we're not doing intensifies. Yeah. And it is horrifying. It's hard. It's easy to make jokes, but it is hard to watch that and have any sort yeah. of enjoyment and I mean, not I- be thinking about what the fuck are we doing? Mm-hmm. I got up this day, this today, and... I saw, you know, I didn't seek it out, but there was on Twitter footage of like the rocket and Bezos afterwards and shit. And at the same time, there was horrifying footage of a flooding subway yep. in yeah. China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it it's just it was just perfect in terms of like, yep, this uh-huh. is what we're gonna do. Yeah. The people with money are going to try and take all of the things that have rendered huge chunks of the earth at least less habitable. Um, and in many cases, uninhabitable. And they're just going to shoot that stuff into space to continue making money and avoid learning any kind of lessons or altering the way that society works in order to make things better for people on Earth because that would mean they have less power over everyone around them. Um, and it's it's bad. The largest wildfire currently burning in the United States in southern Oregon, destroying yeah. some of the most beautiful terrain on the planet, they've just announced, will not be put out until the rain or the snow comes this fall like, or winter. October or November. Space, yeah. You fools. Put the yeah. fire in space. Put the fire in space. Yes. Get a giant... Get a giant ship to suck all the oxygen out of out the of fire? the fire and giant. shoot it into space. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm imagining is the big vacuum spaceship from Spaceballs. Exactly. That exactly. could really. You just suck all the oxygen out for a minute. The fire uh-huh. goes away, and then you shoot it back in before everyone dies. That yeah, could work. Yeah, like uh, Homer in space. You. Yeah, or like thing. Homer in you space like with the ants. Stop it with an inanimate <laughs> carbon rod, and then it makes fun. Hard <laughs> every year. We we hear these the worst wildfires in this area. X Y Z. This and that. It's like well. <laughs> this is very obvious, but I keep like how much is left to burn, you know, like before it gets to the towns and the cities in general. I know there's a lot of land. The United States is a big place. But yes, all of this, it just keeps happening. It just keeps intensifying. And we don't do anything about it. I'm it's a broken a, record. It's a it's it's interesting and frustrating because like all these all these mega dorks like they love, you know, they they think they love like Star Trek and this like this uh, idea of like a, a space utopia and like you know luxury space communism, all these sort of things, and these shows that talked about all these issues, but it all whooshes past them. They didn't actually absorb what the shows were talking about. They see space and they just want the expanse. That's the that's yep. that's what they're creating. <laughs> and and the expanse like, was specifically like a not a dystopia. It was actually a bit like outside of like there's weird alien magic shit, but most of it's very grounded and realistic in that. Well, yeah, you'll have a whole class of people who exist to mine space. Um, yeah, they'll become a, the a, an underclass extension. exploited by capitalists and will build space Hamas. And like that's yeah. that's what will happen. And they're right. Like, yeah, they like the that's why that's why the expanse is good. It's good. Um, it's accurate. And like it's uh, I, I just what it's just wild to see that they they don't even like connect that like, oh, wait. 
they didn't Star Trek didn't happen because <laughs> because they tried the expanse for a long time and then it just like magically turned into to this good situation. I yeah. don't know. It's like these I don't know. I think we're all in agreement anything. that we should be, listeners should join Space Hamas. Um and like the uh, I mean obviously get get, obviously. In, get on board. <laughs> uh but like you uh, I don't know if you saw those uh every once in a while Boston Dynamics shows off their like their death robots, their their, uh-huh. yes. their new yeah. police force. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And like uh someone uh like a day or a day or two ago like shared the video of them dancing. The like, dancing robots. Yeah. Yeah, the dancing robots and like the 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 text of the tweet was like, uh, just imagine what AI is capable of in five years. Oh, boy. And then, he, and then yeah. Elon, Elon Musk responded, indeed. Like, he's excited about this. And he does he does not, he's not willing or able to see any of the actual negative effects of nope. this. And like, he, those... looks, he looks at that and is like, yeah, more of that. It's like, no, yeah. read or watch any fucking, like, sci-fi that warns people about these things. Those robots are currently being used to patrol homeless encampments in the United yeah. States. Yeah, like, it's great. They're... <laughs> It's, it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh. And like, just like seeing seeing that kind of response, like, like yeah, indeed. Wouldn't oh, it's gonna be amazing. No downsides, like Elon. No, and it's it's bad whether it's AI or whether it's a human pilot, whether because yes, like the absolutely tra- like people who are training these because yeah, like AIs are incredibly biased. Uh, it's it's and they're just yeah. But so are people, and they're going to be so operating people. these like, killer um, yeah. dog robots. Like. No, yeah, it's it's all bad. There's no upside it's, to it. I'm excited for um, when somebody goes to prison on a murder sentence uh, because, for breaking be- a cop for, dog for yeah. breaking the cop dog. Yes, yeah. Or, oh yeah, my or, god. Or it'll be like a massive felony because they're over a thousand dollars. Oh, you, get, you like, just you fuck guys me up so are hard. stressing oh, no. me out. You're <laughs> stressing uh, me out. I'm literally doing deep breaths. We got to take a break also. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody check out these ads and I don't know, maybe uh, uh, make a new flag for Space Hamas. Move, let's let's get this shit off the space. ground. We have to be as fast as Bezos is about this. So mm-hmm. get in, get on it. Let's let's ground do it. Floor. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Everyone in our country has a voice. It's something that says not just where you come from, but who you are. 
Welcome to NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of podcasts and a celebration of the hosts in journalism who've always spoken truth to power. Our voices are as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as the Black experience, and stories should never be about us without us. Find NPR Black Stories, Black Truths on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. Ah, we're back. Um, we've been canceled for our ideas about space Hamas, so I apologize. Uh, Don't for us not me. Canceled. I didn't chime in. I just pivoted us to break. That's right. You know who else is good at pivoting? Um, Bugs Bunny and Space Jam Two. That is uh, right, I was Robert. Say an, we talked an, about space enough. That true. The intelligent. <laughs> Insurgents, because the insurgent must be able to move through the population like a fish through water, um, or space like a fish through space, like a space fish, fish. a space fish, space fish destroying Amazon. Also in Space Jam too. Just saying. I love the idea of James Cameron like going like doing all of his ocean stuff and like you know he's got his submarines, he's doing the Titanic, and he comes back. He's like, I figured it out. We got to put all our trash in the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would have been pretty great. There's so much ocean. (laughs) There's fish in there. Fuck (laughs) them. You know, so what what is it like that masterclass thing? James Cameron has announced that he's doing one, uh, which is like, you know, those like videos you get to like learn from famous people. And somebody was like, I don't think James Cameron has anything to teach people who like are new enough to filmmaking that they'd be taking a masterclass. And the sad thing is like, actually, no, he does. Cause his like first big movie Terminator, he broke a whole bunch of laws to film. He was like lying to cops and like That's bribing right. people and like breaking tons <laughs> of labor laws. Cause he didn't have Shocking. any money, but he wanted to make this. He, he made his crime movie. Like he's actually a great guy to teach you guerrilla filmmaking, sure. but unfortunately he got rich and his movies have become increasingly Weren't there less supposed cool. to be more avatars? Oh, yeah. Who gives a shit? I want, I want James Cameron to have exactly a million dollars and uh, uh, like go out and break a bunch of laws to make another movie, James Cameron. Like, I, I don't want to. That would be awesome. That would be an incredible go movie. Do, I'm not yeah, done asking Avatar questions. Has a well, second James. one come out yet? No, it's no, not come no, out. No, no, but no. they no, like so no no sequels have come out. Harrison, were you even alive when the first one came out? Yes, oh, shit, I was alive when the fir- yeah I was alive when the first one came <laughs> okay. out. Okay, I because was... I just found out that Jurassic Park three is older than you, and that made Jeez. me feel ancient. Oh no! We should talk about some news. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! So I can't breathe. Uh, that was great news to find out. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Do you guys want to talk about any of the stuff that we prepped for this episode? I guess we no. may as well. No, Sophie. I mean, no. That's why you guys are here. Yeah. We're, I'm we're here to chime in. Do, do, Robert, do you want to talk about crime? Yeah, talk I love it. crime. Uh, big fan of crime. Especially I am a big crime appreciator. I, I, again, I think if we give James Cameron a small enough amount of money, he could significantly raise the property crime rate, making... Which is going down. The Terminator uh, reboot. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. So um, we, we could we could use that. So there's this whole, I don't know, manufacturing consent, bleak ass. Uh, it, it's the response in a lot of ways to everything that happened last year in the protest against the police. All of the people who get, were too scared. You know, the we'll, we'll call them the target CEO types who were like frightened enough during the height of the uprising that they were like, it's cool if you loot. Yeah. Um, ha- are now 
you know, using the engines of media uh, that exist to serve them in order to push this idea that violent, violent crime has risen and it's risen because police have been defunded. And so we need to give cops more money because they're all scared as a result of last year and how on the edge things were for a yeah. while. Has and this the police been defunded? That's no, a good question, Katie. Absolutely not, oh, Katie. Interesting. <laughs> no, but yeah, we're... I believe they in some cases have gotten more money. But they sure have. Yeah. Uh, the president of the United States yes. uh, recommended That's uh, what I use, use any leftover COVID relief money on cops is what he That's suggested. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a very frustrating topic that we're we're diving into today. Yeah, the, the, the first, uh, you know, we, 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 uh, if you were on Twitter, you probably saw this screenshot from CNN a few days ago now, about about this crime, violent crime graph they had. Now, when I first saw this, for two days, I thought this was satire. I thought this was a joke someone made on Twitter. No. And then I realized it was real. <laughs> like, no. oh no. Because the, the big... Like the big thing at the top is violent crime is a very big problem. Adults, so already pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it it's says, like, yeah, it's like a prigger you. Yeah, and it's like the Wizard of Odds. White House prepares to address surge of violent crime, but the thing is, they've taken a, a a dip in in the crime stats and flipped the graph, so it makes it look like it's rising, which makes no sense because you can use other graphs. Um, and it's. Utterly bizarre, and it's not even crime. It's adults' attitudes on, like, it's adults' perceptions yes. of what they think crime is like. Yeah. Um, but they flipped it in the first place, so it's very silly. Um, well, this I is was... something that uh, they're doing a lot now, where um, they're not actually delving into uh, actual crime statistics. No, right. uh, I've seen this from uh, uh, Ezra Klein, uh, ABC News, uh, like a couple weeks ago, shared this thing. Uh, of like the number of Americans seeing crime as an extreme serious problem is is higher than it has been in twenty years. It's always about the perception, the reporting on the perception of crime being yep. up, yeah. and that is creating more of a perception that's up. The follow up yeah. tweet, the follow up tweet to this was about how a sweeping seventy five percent say violent crime would be reduced by increasing funding to build economic opportunities in poor communities. Yes. Yeah, that was so the follow up. To like, yeah, but people think crime is I mean, up. that just, makes it, yeah. me think, yeah, I, I your perception, yeah. everything of what you said makes me think about what I'm about to say. Anecdotally. So I feel like we've got this media, we've got these graphs, we've got this framework of crime is up, crime is up, and it's obviously as a justification to uh, talk about police and funding, etc. But, and it's seeping in. People are seeing that and feeling that. And anecdotally, I have found that this conversation goes hand in hand with people talking about homelessness in their communities, which is not the same thing. It's not at all. But people in general are buying this narrative of like crime is up. They're seeing changes in their neighborhood and they're afraid. These are two separate issues that have overlap. Homelessness is up in a lot of places. The pandemic has caused that. These There's, yeah, there's a lot of root to this. You know, and there's some misconception, too, because I, I, I have to look into this in Los Angeles. I guess there are statistics of homeless rates going down, not because of the government, but because of mutual aid. Um, you know, of people reaching out and helping each other. Uh, so that's interesting that I have to follow up and read more about. But just in general, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to make that point that as everybody is feeding into this hysteria, they are looking at different problems and conflating them and it's adding mm -hmm. to the narrative. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who see when you they hear homelessness or when they hear crime is up, they don't think about, I don't know, somebody getting murdered as much as they think about somebody doing right. heroin in a tent that's too near their house. Exactly. Like, and the truth the, is, is that a right. lot yeah. of the statistics isn't yeah. even about uh, 
crime in general, there I, I believe it's about, correct me if I'm wrong, homicide yeah. specifically, it's but specifically actually homicides. when you look at the homicide rates to say like the 1990s were way lower. So let's, yeah. why don't we look at this problem from a different angle? Why aren't we looking at it? Because they don't want that answer. But if you look at it and you see that gun violence specifically has gone up as a contributing factor to uh, this violent death rate. Um, there's a lot more nuance than what a headline will tell you. Yeah, well, and- sh- sh- shootings and violent crime have gone up. Almost all types of crime have actually have continued their downwards trend. And if you take a place like Chicago, Chicago's crime rate is actually just like the um, the murder rate is back to like 2017 levels. Actually, it's not even it's not even it's not even like it, there was a big dip in 2019. It's and it's now it's back to what it was in 2017. Yep. According to according to the NYPD, um, shootings in New York are actually uh, on a downwards trend. Um, right now, so they. And New York they, is they, one of the safest cities in the country. Yeah, and so sh- shootings in New York are going back to pre-pandemic levels. Um, and there, there's a whole bunch of reasons people could talk about for why shootings have specifically gone up in the past year and a half. Um, and in terms of like you know, Americans' perception of crime, a lot of it has to do with like local news coverage, um, the way social media works, the way Facebook works. Um, that leads to that leads to a, a very heightened perception of crime overall. You know, like there was like videos from like videos like that happened like San, in San Francisco a few weeks ago. You know, like someone you know t- clearing out a whole bunch of stuff in like in like a drugstore or something, and that like blew up and went super super viral. You're like, oh look at the crime's out of control. You're like, that's like one dude taking like a few bottles from a drugstore. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? That's like one person. Uh, but it gets inflated to this, That's it, how they this do it. thing that makes it feel like it's just like a chronic problem that because we've defunded the police now this is happening all the time and you're like no That's well not- and there's a lot of it's tied in with again the whole uh, not in my backyard you know ho- if a guy's doing heroin that's the same as you know people getting shot to death it's this, the reason that the, those people got so angry at those shoplifting videos is that one of the most central things to American identity is like a visceral hatred of the idea that somebody might get something they didn't pay for that isn't you. Um, Just like it, it's real this, funny because yeah, there, there was there was a 10% drop in robberies in 2020. Well, so like the number of, I mean, the amount of assets stolen by police as a result of civil asset forfeiture is vastly higher than yeah. the total amount stolen by burglars and well, yeah, robbers and, and, and nationwide. Like, and, and like wage theft uh, is way bigger than all wage of this theft put is, yeah. is Yeah, wage theft is bigger than all other kinds of theft put together. But those are not seen as, well, those are done by business owners or done by cops as opposed to a poor person taking, I don't know, some baby formula to sell, uh, to resell on the street or whatever. Um, like that, it makes Americans angrier because that person's getting something they don't deserve. Yeah, um, it's just it's real fresh because like with it's all the, the most protests, American thing in the world. If they get that, yeah. then I get less, and that's no good. Like it's always framed in a. a yeah, but it's okay if the or... people above me get stuff that they didn't mm-hmm. earn. Well, because, because eventually I'm going to be I'm like gonna, that. I'm going to yeah. be one of those people one day. Therefore, yeah. uh, we need. To and I want to be able to steal everything that's not exactly. not nailed down. Yeah, um, I don't know. The problem yeah, is can. the fires are in the wrong places. <laughs> There's a specific number of fires I would like there yes. to be in very specific places, um, and we'll leave it at that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's specific. It's, support your answers. It's it's real funny. Like in Portland, you know, there was like a whole media thing about looting and property damage and all this type of you know in, in very in, in a lot a lot of other cities too because of protests. 
but like specifically looting and property damage like like property crimes went down eight percent last year oh wow <laughs> and and like looting and it's robberies went, went down ten percent so yeah. like it's just yeah they're, they're they're it's just um interesting how fast these narratives can be yeah. convinced mm-hmm. so many yeah. people well it's the reason everything's doomed when i this is how i feel when i'm in a bad mood which i am today D- don't take this as evidence that things are actually doomed but it's mm. the reason why it's easy to feel like everything's doomed is because it doesn't matter that crime went down it doesn't matter that like the, the this massive protest campaign actually uh coincided with a drop in a lot of kinds of crime people think that portland went off the rails because people protested and cops lost some money and as a result, they're going to be arguing that cops need armies of robots that they can send in to murder homeless encampments. <laughs> um, and that will spread a lot further among at least large enough chunks of the population that the government can say, like, well, no, people are demanding this. And even if yep. most people are demanding something different, as long as they can say, well, but people are scared about crime, so we need the robot armies. Well, um, as that uh, as that tweet made clear, people are demanding other uh, other avenues. Yeah, action. but that's not getting uh, on the news. That's exactly, showing up that's, in Biden's speeches. That's why they led with people think crime is a real problem instead of people think that uh, we should give people uh, like more opportunities and that would solve the crime. Yeah, a lot of people have made some comment about uh, uh, fucking you know reappraising the Star Wars prequels and and George Lucas's uh, uh uh cultural analysis in those movies mm. and one of the things i keep coming back to is how optimistic he was that you would need an actual problem to justify a a, a giant murderous army for the mm-hmm. government to crack down on all dissent like there is a real problem in those movies that they're dealing with um turns out you don't need that no you just create yeah uh create fear and then yeah. uh it's uh it's all it's all very insidious um cuz clearly there's a push to um if we well, if we want to retire let's retire defund the police for this for this moment and say like reforming the police and doing doing actual uh change that was on that was on the horizon um right. and we can't have that so we have mm-hmm. to adjust how we talk about stuff and then and Biden is a perfect guy for this because he's going to go where the wind blows and also he's big crime guy. He's a big um, crime guy. Loves and, crime and always has been. Um he's the reason one of the main reasons we have civil asset forfeiture on a federal level. Uh it's that yeah. guy. Um so it's just uh it's very predictable and appropriate. Um do we have time to talk about We have time for anything, Cody. Whatever you want. The world uh, yeah. is our oyster, and well, oysters and, uh, died by the millions during the heat wave that baked the Pacific Northwest. Over a billion sea creatures we killed. We just need wow. to send them um, space. They would have been that. fine. It's cold yeah, in space. It's cold in space, cold Cody. In space. We could send the cops there. <laughs> we need someone nice to watch cool. those factories, keep yeah. them safe from Antifa. This is a good solution. Get all the Shoot cops into there. space. Antifa's on the moon. <laughs> go get it. Go get them, guys. Go get them. Uh, go ahead, Cody. Anyway, we were talking um, about oysters. Yeah, we were. Um, but we're not anymore. Uh, I, I, uh, I want to talk uh, briefly about this thing. Um, it's called the Kerner Commission. You familiar with the Kerner Commission? Kerner? Kerner Commission. Okay. Uh, no. It was uh, um, in response to the uh, the riots in 1967. Um, a lot of riots, a uh, yep. lot of crime, a big, big lot, of, lot of unrest during that period for some reason. Um, and in response, uh, Johnson uh, had this, uh, this thing called the Kerner Commission. Basically, they were tasked with finding out, like, what are the, what are the, what caused that? Uh, 
what were the reasons for this happening? What do we do to make sure it doesn't keep happening and doesn't happen again? Um, and the results may surprise you. Um, basically, the Kerner Commission said that uh, a lot of it is like racism, uh, lack of economic opportunity, no all these kidding. things. And it, and it recommended um, a lot of reforms to how policing works and also just investing billions and billions of dollars into these communities. Um, and that would alleviate all the crime and, and all this sort of uh, stuff. Um, and it was very clear um, a, a lot of the stuff that we talk about today. I'm like, wouldn't it be nice if we did this? Wouldn't that solve a lot of the crime problem? Isn't that where crime comes from? Um, and it was completely ignored um, because it didn't align with what they wanted to do. Um, Johnson was, uh, you know, he had his programs he wanted to do. Um, he also had this narrative that like uh, a lot of the the riots were like caused by like communist infiltration. You familiar with this? Oh, uh, does it good sound th- fucking familiar? Good, good yeah. thing we don't have this anymore. Re anarchists. Yeah. Um. So he, you know, suggested, like communist agitation fires everybody up and and so on. And uh, you know, the uh, commission was like, well, no, that's not that's not what happened. It's this and this and this. Um, and so they recommend had all these recommendations. It was completely ignored. Uh, it was a very popular uh, report. Uh, hundreds of thousands of copies were sold. Um, but there was a huge pushback uh, against it from, you know, a lot of white people. Um, and uh, who was the president after Johnson? Um, I think a cool and fun dude. A real cool and fun guy. Um, Dick Nixon uh, became the Dick president Nixon. later. Dick Nixon. So you can't it's... you can't lick the dick, Cody. You no, know, you can't. Well, not anymore. Um, but uh, yeah. So it's just a very um, it's a tale as old as time, I guess. Uh, an official like the president was like, find out what did this and what we do, and they did, and he was like, no, never mind, <laughs> and the country veered into uh, as we know, like these law and order presidents, Nixon and Reagan, and so on. Um, they even did a follow-up of this commission, uh, I think like 20 or 30 years later, that basically determined, like, yeah, so uh, some some of the, uh, the things uh, that were a result of the civil rights movement uh, did a- actually uh, alleviate some of these things and did help in, in some way. Um, and it was kind of improving for about t- 10 years. And then it stopped and got worse, um, incidentally coinciding uh-huh. with the Re- Ronald Reagan uh-huh. being the president. Uh-huh. Um, and since then, it has remained bad and gotten worse. And it's, uh, again, Tales of the Time is very fascinating to me to see just like, yeah, no, do this, do this, do this. No, we're not going to do it. We're going to be tough on crime. We're going to be law and order presidents. We're going to uh, increase uh, incarceration. We're going to do all these things um, that make the problem worse. Uh, one of the recommendations was literally like, stop incarcerating so many fucking people. Um and this has uh, been Cody's history corner. They were, but they were like, nah. <laughs> um, and it's uh, that's the end of that. I just, uh, yeah, uh, it's that was frustrating um, and frustrating. Um, yeah, see that, that happened, and then they were like, no, and then everything else happened for decades, and now here we are. Here, here we, we are. are. Notice I... uh, every few years, you know, all these riots keep happening. Yeah. Well, yeah, they keep happening because people hate Target. That seems mm-hmm. right. Yeah, they hate uh, Target. I do, that's I why hate, that, they hate Target. Hate that's Target. why they, that's why we had the uh, 1980 Miami Speaking. riots, 1989 yeah. Miami riots, 1992 Los Angeles riots, 1992 Washington Heights riots, and so on and so forth. It was all because uh, we want to get a bag full of stuff from Target. Yeah, 
we wanted, um, we wanted the free Target Speaking of a stuff. bag full of stuff from Target, it's time for another ad break. Oh, God. Yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Are you all ready? Are we ready for this? So Are we ready, ready to like, wait, let's wait, do wait, it. wait, wait, wait. All right. All right. All right. Yes. All right. I'm, I, we're edging. We're edging. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Ads oh, time. The edge of space. Yeah, edge of space. baby. Oh. LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. It would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Everyone in our country has a voice. It's something that says not just where you come from, but who you are. Welcome to NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of podcasts and a celebration of the hosts in journalism who've always spoken truth to power. Our voices are as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as the Black experience. And stories should never be about us without us. Find NPR Black Stories, Black Truths on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. Oh, we're back. We're just, we're just coated in the gooey afterglow of an ad break. Absolutely <laughs> outstanding. Astonishing. Oh, God. What do we? What do we? Uh, we got on dock. What do we? What do we got on the dock here? Want to talk about <laughs> Miss McConnell strike fluids? To- yeah. No. <laughs> so a lot of a lot has been said about Mitch McConnell's bodily oh, gosh. fluids. We're going with that but, one. But I'm so here's sorry, the Katie. thing. If you want to imagine it, right? Have you ever gotten like really fresh yogurt and like that 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 liquid, that clear liquid that forms at the mm-hmm. top of it? Yeah. Well, you take that clear liquid, Cody, mm-hmm. and you 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 kind of you put it into like a caulking gun with a mix of fifty percent of like like the caulk that you use to like seal a window, uh-huh. so that you it'll seal things, but it'll also yeah. smell like rotting dairy. And then you use that to seal your shower, so that it keeps getting hot every time. Like and you turn it, on it, the it, shower, it keep, it's getting more bacteria in, more and more bacteria. That's yeah. That's Mitch McConnell's come when he's hydrated. I mean, we we could test yeah. it. You 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 did talk to me recently about getting a pet turtle. Um, you're getting like a massive turtle. 
Yeah, so a really we, we big could, turtle. We like could a, test a problem sized yeah, turtle. Like, like, yeah. like a turtle that you should not have. <laughs> and, it is not, and it is not happy living with you. Uh, <laughs> we could. A turtle, we, you'd seem like, well, that shouldn't be there. <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell my turtle story before we get on to the next thing we have to talk about, which is horrible abuse at the Frito Lay production plant in Topeka, Kansas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a kid in suburban Plano, there was one day where suddenly there was just in the alley behind our house, like a 300 pound turtle, um, just a massive, massive animal. Uh, and we didn't know what to do with it. So we like we kind of guided it into uh, our our like uh, the the parking area behind our house and like fed it c- cucumbers and stuff and just like tried to keep it around while we figured out what to do with this again, like 300 something pound turtle. And after like 30 minutes or so, its owner came by and explained that like this was just a normal turtle, like the kind you can get anywhere, but it had just kept growing. And, and you know, this is what happens and why uh, most turtles shouldn't be pets. And he had adopted it when it was already several hundred pounds and kept it in his backyard. And he said, once every couple of years, it just decides to go and it walks through the fence and there's nothing I can do to stop it. It's too strong. It's just too, like there's no fence I can build that will keep the turtle in my my yard when it decides to leave. So every couple of years, he just he just forces his way through. Anyway, I love turtles. <laughs> I want and, a problem turtle. And if we want, we can, problem we can try to figure out how we can get our hands on some turtle jizz and then compare it to Mitch McConnell. Then we'll know for sure. Yeah, we can journalism. milk turtles. I've milked yeah. a lot of animals. You might I as well try milking a turtle. This, but only because I hate science. You, okay, and journalism, well, apparently, Cody. Yeah, well, yeah. Journalism, Speaking science, of milking uh, people, the Frito-Lay oh company yes. has been oh, milking God. human beings in order to create snack chips uh, and milking them to death in some cases. Yep. That, that was my segue. Someone else take it from here. I think it was perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Well no done. Notes. Um, yeah, there's a strike because uh, turns out many of these uh, multinational corporations treat their workers terribly uh, to the point that um, they're dying. That they die while they're literally, they're literally dying. Heart at multiple people dying on the job from heart attacks each and year. Then just imagining forced- the CEO of like PepsiCo being like, "I went to space and you paid for it. Thanks, folks." Like, yeah. And uh, so the reason they're dying, I mean, we should probably go into like why sure. this is such an unpleasant job because um, they are. So there's a, a massive demand for snack food in the United States, and Frito Lay uh, provides most of it, probably a, a sizable yep. chunk of it, almost almost all of it. Uh, and, and because they are, it's a situation where there's actually not enough labor, which in a reasonable world would make that labor more valuable and those workers better treated. <laughs> But the way Frito Lay, most Frito Lay workers are not unionized, and as a result, what's happened is workers are being increasingly subjected to what are called suicide shifts, uh, which is when they come in for eight hours, and then at the end of their eight-hour shift, they're forced to work four more hours or lose their job, and then they get called in four hours early, which means most of them are working 12 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, A lot of them haven't had a day off in something like half a year, and that includes like weekends. Um, And uh, this kills people this workload kills people uh it kills people through heart attacks because human beings shouldn't spend every waking hour of their lives on a factory floor uh they're also not getting enough sleep which stresses yeah, your heart out you can't like take care of yourself you're you can't too take busy care of working yourself, 12 hours a day of your sleeping. family like yeah it's just inhumane uh mark mccarter labor. yeah mark Mark McCarter, who's a 59 year old who's worked at the plant for 37 years do that math 
uh, and is the union steward at the plant, because about a little less than I think half the workers are unionized, uh, told Vice, it seems like I go to one funeral a year for someone who's had a heart attack at work or someone who went home to their barn and shot themselves in the head or hung themselves. Um because it just makes you, you you're going to kill yourself. Like, why would you keep living if if all you have to look forward to is seven days a week uh, of working every waking hour to make snack chips mm-hmm. um, and barely getting enough to survive? It's just a nightmare. Um, and yeah, there's at least one story of a coworker uh, collapsing on the line and dying and managers of the company moving the corpse and putting another coworker well, on the line to keep managers it going. Managers telling other workers oh, yeah. to move no, the corpse. No, they had to move. They had to move the corpse. Yeah, yeah. The was that a person that actually died and that happened? Or yes. was it somebody that yeah. collapsed? They, oh, died. they died. They died. They collapsed wow. and wow. died. Um, and then they're making room for the person that replaces them. Wow. Yeah, um, o- OSHA is currently investigating uh, the, the, yeah. the thing. Um, yeah. And and they have previously fined the plant for cases involving amputation and yeah. vehicular accidents. So this is a known problem. And as a general rule, like, here's the way I, I have a lot, actually, multiple family members who are OSHA inspectors. Uh, and, you know, it's an important thing to exist. But at the end of the day, how it often ends up working is if the punishment for a crime is a fine, it's not a crime for companies. No, or, or it's cheaper yeah. to pay the fine than to exactly. fix working conditions and pay your employees more. So they'll just yeah. keep killing people and paying the fine because it's cheaper. Now, during COVID, uh, some workers got an extra 100 a week, but only for a few weeks. It didn't last long. Management staff, like the actual kind of like middle class workers, were allowed to just work from home uh, during the pandemic, but workers were forced to crowd into a massive stuffy warehouse uh, with each other uh, in a plant that lacks air conditioning throughout the summer. Um, so it's it's usually about 100 degrees by the time work starts. And um, they're, like, cooking yeah. chips the whole time and, like, yeah. big deep fryers. Like, it's it's yeah. very hot. Yeah, yeah to, start, to start off at 100 degrees before you yeah. even, like, do the work that makes things And hard. then you have 350-degree yeah. oil in giant vats going all day yeah. for 12 hours, yeah. I mean, so it's, the gist of, yeah, don't buy Frito-Lay or PepsiCo products. Yeah, they are official. They're not like doing an official boycott, but they are asking you to. Uh, yeah. the, the, there are workers asking asking yeah. people to yeah. not buy Frito-Lay products right now. Yeah. Good. And, and uh, I'm fine with that. And PepsiCo, because they own Frito-Lay. The, right. yeah. yeah. And l- you should just look at PepsiCo to be horrified at how many things they yeah. own. Uh, like, mm-hmm. just as like a fun thing to do in your spare time, just look at PepsiCo, because... Yeah, look yep. at all the freedom of choice you have. I, yeah. I love, yeah, I do love, I do love the freedom of choice in mm-hmm. uh, America and mm-hmm. every, basically every other country. Yep. Well, that's the nice thing about Zevia. It's not owned by PepsiCo or Coca-Cola. <laughs> so buy Zevia, the beverage that Robert drinks to wash down the kratom that allows him to function at his job. Can't get the <laughs> of that fake sweetener. Yeah, it's, it's tough for me fake. too. It's not fake. It's realer than the sweeteners in your real, poison sodas. Whatever that taste is, I don't like it. It's but Zevia. I don't like regular soda either. So but it's okay, Stevia. Well. It's a plant. It's the you try bowl. washing down the kratom that you need in order to function. Katie, uh, what flavor have with, you tried? There's some really water, second time like you've said that. Really I've tried doing? a few, but it's been a while. I'm great, <laughs> Cody. I'm fine. All right. All right. So yeah, so in 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 late Do you June. Need some kratom um, right now? Yes, actually. <laughs> Let Garrison speak, boys. All right. So, yeah, so, so in, in in late June, uh, workers voted uh, three hundred and fifty to thirty in favor Th- of uh, three three hundred. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- th- three hundred and fifty-three. 
um, to 30 in favor of authorizing uh, a strike. Um, and, the, and the work, the, the strike began on July 5th, I believe. So it's going on to like week, uh, yeah. week three right now. Um, and, and that doesn't mean the production plant has stopped. They're still working. Not wholly. It, yeah, it's no. believed to be at a significantly reduced capacity. But again, like the the I think at this point, more than half of the staff has joined the, the strike, but yeah. less than half were with the union when it started. Yeah. Um, so uh, around I think I think what the what around like 600 people. Um, yeah, I believe are, right. are striking at the moment. Um, yeah, six hundo. Yeah, union membership is up. Um, yeah, it should be. I mean, pass the pro act. That that would be that would be good. Oh, yeah. Also, in, in your spare time when you're googling PepsiCo, also Google the pro act because uh, that actually mm-hmm. would be super helpful for Amazon's um, union efforts. Uh, PepsiCo, like any for a lot, a lot of these big corporations, it'll really help with union elections um, and stopping the ability for these big companies to intimidate and just like crime their way out of having to mm-hmm. follow the union laws. <laughs> um, so yeah, you should you should definitely look up the Pro Act. I know Bernie's trying to get it in for some of the uh, some of the new economic plans, but yeah. we'll we'll see how that works out. Um, yeah. Yep. But yeah. So no funyuns I, for you guys. Quit it. No, quit it. Don't eat funyuns. Um, I had funyuns in like fifteen. But years, if probably. you if you loot fun, okay. Well, well, if you bur- if you burn, fu- wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, okay, Funyuns we'll, are we'll send, a okay. useful fire starter. We'll send the I Funyuns mean, to space. That's what I meant. Here's here's a here's a pro survival tip for all of you. Virtually all major American snack chips are effective fire starters in a pinch. Um, oh, I guess is that true or a joke? Yeah, they they burn good. <laughs> really good they, to know. Oh yeah, they burn real good. I guess uh, the um, one thing we, we should mention as well, um, there's a, 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 in, in the town where they're doing the strike, a local magazine has set up a fund to help pay the workers' right. bills Yeah. Um, right now. Uh, it's the, uh, the, the, the uh, 785 Utility Relief Fund um, for support for um, the union workers who are currently on strike right now. So Can we make sure to put that? 785 Utility Relief Fund. We'll, yeah. we'll, try to, we'll put that yeah. in the tweet I will, promoting I will this. Add, add that to the end of this thing in the doc, and yes, we Great. should. Well, and uh, that's, you know, we talk a lot about mutual aid on this podcast, um, and we also have talked about a general strike. So, like, one of the things that has happened recently is some people made a flyer saying, I don't know, I think, I think it's supposed to be in, like, a couple of weeks, uh, everybody, we're doing a general strike. Everybody don't work on this specific day. Um, and it's dumb and it's a bad idea. And all it is, is like somebody wanted to feel like they were organizing. And so they made a flyer, which is not something people from Portland ever have any experience with. Um, <laughs> but yeah, somebody made a flyer and like, here's the, Wait, here's is the that reason how it's that Yeah, it's just, it's just a flyer. Um, there's no organizations signed onto it that I'm aware of. There's been no the reason why you shouldn't take it seriously and should ignore it is that nobody is talking about or taking like nobody who like when they put it together, there were no unions involved. There were no I was like, gonna say like organizations, get, like, no mutual aid organizations. And, like, sure, like you have you, to have if, a fund. That's like what we're talking yeah. about with with these striking uh, free to lay workers. You have to have resources set aside to allow this thing to go on. A one day general strike will accomplish nothing. Nothing. Um, you have to be ready to stick it, it out get some for the long fired. haul. It might get That's some people true. fired. Yep. 
Um, but it's not going to do a damn thing. And you have to get people, you have to start into that saying like, this is who we have on board. These are the kind of resources that we are attempting to marshal. You know, we're working on making sure that we have food capacity, that we're able to like take care of people, help them like not, because you know, these it, things it, gain power over time. Like that's, yes. that's how they, that's how they actually get, get, uh, you it's not just doing it once and yeah you have to treat it like the infrastructure problem it right. is and it is an infrastructure problem no general strike is going to get off the ground without infrastructure um and that means feeding people it means making sure that like medical care is available for them it means making sure they have the kind of things that are going to be necessary to go toe to toe with the police it also means making sure that either you are building resources in order to help people who are striking deal with rent or mortgages or you're setting up organizational capacity to do like eviction resistance and that kind of stuff yeah. like all of that's necessary otherwise it doesn't matter um you can't just you can make if you have if you're angry about a local issue and you want there to be a protest you can throw out a flyer and sometimes that works out all right um you can't do that with a general strike because a general strike the kind of general strike that's necessary to deal with the problems of like climate and wealth inequality and racism among the police all of the the major problems that are confronting us like when you talk about the general strike necessary to have a difference on that, you're talking you were literally talking about a a logistical problem at least as complicated as putting a man on the fucking moon. Um, it, it will be the most difficult thing that a, a generation has done in living memory, um, which isn't a reason not to do it. It's a reason to take it seriously and not just put together a poster and say general strike time because that doesn't do it. Yeah, Was it a nice looking yeah. poster. Is it well designed? Not really. Oh. Come Gra on. Not really. Gra graphic design is hard, everybody. Yeah, it's it's true. it's challenging to make good graphic design. But that's the least important part of it. The poster doesn't need to look nice. Um, um, do we have enough time to briefly mention the uh, trans rights protests in L.A.? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so I guess this, this whole thing started a few weeks ago with a, a video that went viral of 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 a woman at a like at a spa claiming We Spa, which is a great place. Let me just it's say surreal, which is, which is a good place. <laughs> Favorite place. I just need to take a plug spot. plug for uh, We Spa. You've been we, there, Robert. Oh we yeah, spa hell is yeah. open twenty four hours a day. You can live there. You can live there. You people bring like their sleeping bag there, but you Yeah, it's fucking it's badass. Pretty cheap to use yeah. the facilities. You could use the like the the spa area or whatever, and then like go and lay in a sauna or just hang out. It's very peaceful, and yes, they're inclusive in their po policies. Yes, and so this woman, there's a, a viral video of this woman claiming that she saw a, a penis um, because there was a trans woman there. Now the the spa says that they did not have any trans customers there that day, and that the because then that I don't love that response either, to be honest. But yeah, right. I don't, yeah, yeah. But that's, 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 we're, we're unsure. Know? We're <laughs> unsure of the origin of the video. If this woman was just lying yeah. to make this kind of big deal, yeah, um, or what? We don't. We don't. We don't really know. I mean, in, in the video, spa employees are telling are telling this lady about their non discrimination policies and stuff. But that's the thing I want to highlight for We Spa is that they do have a yeah. non discrimination policy. Yeah, very, <laughs> and the, if you're traveling into Los Angeles and you don't have hotel yep. money, you can Seriously. crash at We Spa. I've done Seriously. it. It's not a bad way to not a bad way I, to go. I went there yeah. once at like eleven PM to relax and I struck up a conversation with a woman who was doing just that. <laughs>
Anyway. But yeah, so this this video was quick quickly picked up by like right wing commenters. It made it made its way onto onto Tucker Carlson. Yeah, um, T sizzle. It got a million views and retweets after um, Ian Miles Chung uh, retweeted <laughs> it. He's just yeah. A, he's a, he's a is a fascist who does not live in America who makes yes. his money off of American politics. Yes, um, he is. And, and basically, this has made it like a coalition of far right people and like conservatives, anti trans activists. Um, including like you know QAnon people, like uh, COVID hoax people. Um, Wild! It really all, was a, all a, coming a... down to initially like attack this place, um, and then there has been you know uh, there's been uh, uh, people who are trans and people who support trans rights coming to uh, both de- like defend themselves yeah. and the spa, and this has gotten uh, a few protests in the last few. And the, the cops most recently arrested dozens of people, shot people, forty people, point blank with yep. uh, with Rubber riot bullet. munitions, um, stomped on a trans flag, just uh, out pretty of gruesome. out of its goddamn mind. I mean, yeah, it's 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 pretty nasty, and you can you can easily like the police are protecting all of like the pedophilia protesters and the and you know the anti-trans protesters. They're like specifically sectioning them off, protecting them. Um, well, then like. Like at the, they uh, on uh, the last protest this weekend, they like gave a dispersal order and people started dispersing and cops were like charging down the street, shooting people as they were trying to run away. So like you know this is this is also you see this in a lot of other cities. This is this isn't uncommon. It's bad, yeah. yes, but it's not well, uncommon. Um, that they just you know a- attack whenever they want to, and when someone's vulnerable, like they're running away, they're gonna they're yeah they're still gonna shoot them because that's yeah. much much easier. Yeah. They're not there to protect anything. No. They're there to do damage to people because it's fun for them. And I think, yeah, yes. Yeah. But this story, I mean, we've talked about this before, but this story is just a, an example of um, all of the increased calls and rhetoric about, you know, defending women's spaces, you know, and, yeah, and we're just seeing, basically like yeah. a rallying cry for people with anti-trans ideology, you know, and it's it's a it's the new talking point. Um, JK Rowling is doing a lot of this right now as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. She's yes. continuing Ugh. to do this. She's continuing to get like a whole mob. I had someone like randomly attack me on Twitter a few days ago. Um, Great. even though I'm not like I'm not like super overtly trans or, or anything, but um I'm, you know, gender queer enough that, you know, I had a woman with the three little suffragette hearts uh, go, go after me, which is just pretty funny. It's awful. Um, I mean, it's, God, you think it's funny? It's awful. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's you know, it's 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 real. It's it's real bad. But like you're seeing, you know, a mix of people who call themselves liberals do this, who are like on like the you know what you would call like the turfy side of things, and then we're seeing a, like a big coalition of people um, who you know you a few months ago were focused on uh, critical race theory. I think I now I'm <laughs> seeing people move over to this kind of trans thing again. Um, and yeah, because I mean, we're seeing you know the the the, the anti pedophile thing is 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 really popular here. S- save your children, uh, save, save our children, QAnon. Yeah, um, yeah. we're seeing a lot of these like make figures like in L.A. There's like specific like kind of like fashy like influencers um, who mm-hmm. are all showing up to these things to try to get more and more people to be talking about this specific thing and making just trans people's lives a whole lot harder. Is kind of just their but goal right now. I'll just also point out California uh, has for many years had have had. Laws in yes. place that California um, does have non-discrimination allow, laws for businesses. Yeah, allowed trans people to use the facilities that, that match uh, their, their gender. Uh, so fuck them, not fuck them, no, <laughs> fuck yeah. these people. Like no, yeah, there's 
they're scum. They 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 just want to hurt people. Um, yeah. Nope. Yep. Fuck them. <laughs> that's fuck em. that's yeah. kind of uh, all you, all you need to say. Um, and yeah, find out if, if you know support trans people in your community. Yeah, absolutely. Support trans people in your community, and uh, I don't know. Use the newly gained knowledge about how flammable Fritos are <laughs> to. Is it very Frito cocktails? Yeah, Frito cocktails and Roblox. That's uh, pretty good. Oh yeah, we have to we have to do in, in Roblox now. By the way, I'm not sure if we've yeah. explained this on the pod yet. But yeah, yeah, you can't we're say not, we're Minecraft not, anymore. Not the, the FBI the, caught on. The, FBI, they, they the FBI cracked guys. They cracked it. FBI cracked, cracked it. Minecraft. The it was said in it court. Is, it is it's, so it's funny done. how many affidavits from like <laughs> boog boys arrested yes. trying to do shit and like the capital rioters and like involve FBI agents and explaining <laughs> in Minecraft. Explain Minecraft in court to federal judges. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, we have to we have to it's we have hysterical. to stop it. Um it's, They'll never it's, crack Roblox. It's no, time no, no, it's time no, for no, Roblox. No, no, no. <laughs> Minecraft's understandable. Roblox is still a mystery even to me. So mm-hmm. in Roblox is the way of the future. Um yeah, if you're planning uh, stochastic terrorism in Roblox is what you have to do now. <laughs> oh, <God>. um, <laughs> okay, deal. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that does it for us this week. You can check us out online at Worst Year Pod. And that's what I have to say to you. Yeah, check us out at Worst Year Pod. Figure out what Roblox Minecraft. is. Yeah. Don't let us know, though. We don't really need to when know. When I say in Minecraft, I mean in the actual game of Minecraft. Yeah. Um, yeah, Me check too. out Cody in Minecraft, which he plays because he's a nerd. I'm a no, I'm because I'm a child. Uh, yeah, it's a, fight it's a Cody baby. It's a baby can. game for babies. Yeah. It's amazing. Make him feel ashamed for the things that he enjoys. Too, too late. That's what we all hope for for Cody and for ourselves. Anyway, see you in space. Hi. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Everyone in our country has a voice. It's something that says not just where you come from, but who you are. Welcome to NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of podcasts and a celebration of the hosts in journalism who've always spoken truth to power. Our voices are as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as the Black experience, and stories should never be about us without us. Find NPR Black Stories, Black Truths on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.